Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, It has been a very stormy night tonight in Alabama. And I am wanting to talk about forgiveness. Um, through the other podcast, I, you know, was telling you about the abuse and all the things that's happened to me. I probably didn't recall every single detail because it's it's a difficult difficult situation to talk about, and a lot of people. I actually had some feedback from a couple of people that are family members that have listened to the podcast, and one family member, to be exact, was involved in one of the incidences where she remembered some of the abuse that I had took and went through, and it was hard for her to go back in time because she had forgotten about that time, and... I know you're wondering, well, what has this got to do for, with forgiveness? Well, um, anyway, really nothing. I just get off on the subject sometimes. But when I'm talking about forgiveness, I forgave my abuser. And it took me a long time to do so. I mean, I'm trying to think what year it was or how many years ago it's been that I went. He was in the county jail, and I had agreed to go. And that was a difficult decision because I was still, until this day, I mean, I, I suffer from PTSD because of the abuse that it caused me. But I was, I mean, I'm no longer scared of him. He no longer scares me. You know, when I, whenever I was 18 years old, of course, I was just terrified. You know, I was a kid still. I mean, a lot of people say, well, you're, they're 18, they're not a kid. But your mentality at, at the age of 18, you're a child compared to what you are at 30, 20, even 25, 20, you know. You, as time goes on, you know how it is. Time goes on, you mentally develop. Matter of fact, it says, um, I think I read an article one time that said, that your brain is still developing up until you're 22 years old. And that'll, I'll get into some things about that later on in the podcast in a different episode. Okay, but this is, this is about forgiveness. And I did go and sat down in front of him. 
and him behind, you know, like it is in jail, you know, you've got the little phone, you pick the phone up, you know, and I have to look him straight in the face and do all this and blah, blah. And uh, I'm telling him, you know, that I essentially forgave him for being a monster. And, you know, there was no emotion. Uh, He showed no emotion, really. Uh, He did acknowledge what all he had done. And I made sure of that. You know what I'm saying? I made sure that I had him convey to me that he that he knew what he had done and how horribly it had affected me. But at the same sense, I let him know that it didn't defeat me and did not define me. And it did not rule my life. It did not define who I was at that time and that day in that instance. That I was a much stronger person Not from the abuse necessarily, but just because of surviving everything and living and getting wisdom from everything. Um, I can't really put into words what I really wanted to express, but I do want to say this. Um, I had a difficult time. Uh, I want to say... He was released from that jail that same year, and I had told my daughter that, I mean, I was against her becoming a part of his life, and no, I take that back, he was sent to prison, and then when he got out the next year, well, he had come and and had, well, he had sent messages that he was wanting to be a part of my daughter's life, blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, you're 18 years old. You're old enough to make your own decisions. You know, and of course, you know, I was very concerned about it. My my oldest little granddaughter had was probably about two years old, maybe one or two when this happened. And I was reluctant, you know, because, you know, he was getting to become a part of my grandchild's life. And my daughter's life, and it, it was it was really a mind thing. Cause, I mean, yes, of course, I had forgiven him and went face to face with him, but then I allowed him to come into my home around my child and around my grandchild, and then he met up with them with me. I was there. And, oh, this was all about forgiveness. You know, he had changed. He had been baptized and saved. And, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da, just on and on. Uh, his life had changed. He was in a new relationship with another girl. And what's so coincidental about this this person is this man claimed that his new girlfriend, now she's much younger than him, uh, matter of fact, she's only two years older than his daughter. So she's in her t- early 20s. And this man is in his late 40s. And, uh, well, actually, I think he's 50, or he's fixing to be 50 years old. He, uh, he, he made it a point to let me know that she came from a domestic violence shelter. Which 
really, really was a slap in my face. And I don't understand why he made it a point to let me know this. But then after the meeting and after my daughter had met up with her and him and blah, 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 um, he did not even pay any attention to my daughter. Really didn't even acknowledge her or my grandchild. He was too busy loving upon his girlfriend in front of my daughter. And when we left there, my daughter cried and she just could not understand. You know, it hurt her deeply. She could not understand why he could not be her dad and why he, you know, was still giving her a hard time and still not wanting to be in her life. Just acting like she was a no one, a nobody, you know, and I told her it wasn't her fault. You know, it, it was his fault. He's got the problem. He's got the mental issue. And so, um, later on, she, my daughter just cut him off, of course. That was the best thing she could have ever done. She cut him off altogether, and because she was not, she told him she was not going to throw her daughter in the lion's den. Like, she was, you know, basically, th- you know, throwing her own self in the lion's den by being around him. But she would, she be dog. She wasn't gonna let her little girl get attached to someone that wasn't gonna never be there. You know what I'm saying? And so he started doing this phone harassment deal. And I was me and her. We were all sitting in a restaurant, and he went to texting her cell phone and saying, "Your mother is a liar." I never did these things to her. I never did this. I never did that. And my daughter called him up and said, you know, she had him on speakerphone. And she said, you know what? You admitted to me that you were a monster to my mother, that you did all these things. And he said, she said, admit it. Admit what you told me. And he said, oh, I admit it. I was. And so after that, I was completely over it. I was like, well, you know, I know that it says in the Bible you're supposed to forgive people, but there's there's something about it. I, I'll never forget it. I may have for, forgiven him, but I've never forgotten it. And I will never, ever, ever allow him to come back around me, my child, even though she's grown. I mean, she's pretty much laid the law down and I told her I did not want him to come back around my grandchild regardless of the situation so we we've gotten that pretty much down pat it's never going to happen again so ultimately deep down this was a learning experience for me and it took me several years to get past it to get over all that because it even triggered me severely I can remember that day just like it was yesterday, and I, I kind of had a panic attack, and I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, and I was just like in a state of shock, you know, because, oh, I had thought this person, which goes back to his manipulation, he's a narcissist, he's manipulative and a liar, and that goes all back to that was the same person. <laughs> he, he was the same exact human being. That caused me so much trauma at the age of 18. And he was trying to do that over again. And here I was in my 30s. And no, I wasn't going to allow it to happen. And I'm still not. I mean, I'm, I'm way away from him. 
and will remain way, way away from him and never will be a part of his life again in no form, no fashion. And see, that's my story of forgiveness, you know. And by the eyes of God, you know, because I am religious, and I think I had mentioned that before, you do have, in order to, for you know, receive forgiveness, you have to, in order to receive forgiveness, you have to be able to forgive. Sorry, I got all tongue-tied. But, yeah, I just thought I would share that in a podcast with y'all because um, I haven't talked to anyone else about this. I haven't told them this and, you know, how difficult it was for me to get past it. And once you are say years and years away from the abuse if you ever was to be able to forgive that human being I really really advise you if at all cost never put yourself out there like that because I knew better I mean at the time my good heartedness took over and there went that same old you know I was back in that same old girl little girl you know 18 years old forgiving and forgetting thinking you know oh he's changed blah 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 but um you know it was kind of like a little bit of a shame on me for even allowing him to come around and if it hadn't been for my child expressing it immensely you know like oh I want to I want to be a part of his life I want him to be a part of my life oh he, he said he has changed but see she found she figured out she and I knew she would and I kind of just had to let her figure out for herself at the age of 18 what type of human being he was. I keep saying 18. Yes, yeah, she was 18. Sure was 18 at the time. But anyway, that's just my little bit of a story about forgiveness and what I did go through in the, in the process of forgiving him. And... Many of you may be shocked by it. I don't know how you're going to react by that, but that's just the story that I have. I'm just an ultra nice, ultra good-hearted person. I forgive people very easily. Um, Well, I say that, but I mean, it took me a long time. It took me several years to be able to say, okay, I forgive him. So I'm going to do that. But anyway, I'm going to let this podcast go. It's been 13 minutes long. And I haven't made a podcast in a few days, so I thought, well, I'm going to go on here and try my best to do a podcast because there's not been, but about 31 people that have listened to the podcast, but I just got to continue to get more listeners. So if you're listening to me, please share the podcast because it does help the podcast if I get more listeners. It helps It helps me grow um, and it will help me be able to give more content and talk more in depth about different situations that may be helpful to other people. So, and that being said, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will be talking to y'all later. Bye everyone.